So let's just dive straight into this episode. I want to talk about what happens when we skip the step of self-acceptance and go straight to trying to help ourselves with self-help material. So books, courses, workshops, meditations, mantras, and, you know, any material at all, even our own attempts at trying to help ourselves uh, feel better, basically feel better from how we feel right now. And the reason why I wanted to look at that today is that two really interesting dynamics can be set up when we skip the step of accepting ourselves and go straight to trying to help ourselves. So if we don't accept how we are, our thoughts, our feelings, our current state of mind, our current progress on our life's path, our current level of confusion and clarity, all of that, everything that makes us who we are at this very moment. If we, if we don't accept how we are right now and we go straight to using self-help material, straight to trying to fix ourselves, it's very easy for us to use the things we read, the advice we we pick up the techniques we learn to reinforce a belief that we're not good enough as we are right now, that we are inherently inadequate. And as some of you may know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, that's a belief I've struggled with for a very long time. And I believe a lot of other people also struggle with that. So this episode is very much focused around how that belief sets us up uh, in some not so helpful ways when we're trying to heal and understand uh, what's going on for ourselves using self-help material. The other interesting thing that can happen is that it's easy for us to slip into using the self-help material to as, as like little quick fixes for how we feel, for our feelings of inadequacy. But what can happen is when we just look for these fixes and haven't accepted ourselves first, then we may feel temporarily better when we apply these fixes or read, read some comforting words. But we need to keep coming back. We need, we need to keep finding new material, new inspiring words, new words of, words of healing and hope for us to feel better again. And it's possible for us to continue this process for a very long time without addressing our deeper core beliefs of of our feelings of inadequacy, brokenness, wrongness, whatever you want to call it. That belief will be different for all of us. But without accepting what's already there inside us, before we go and search for self-help material, we can easily slip into just applying, just looking for these quick fixes and just staying in this cycle of not really actually changing anything with us, but 
applying these temporary relief band-aids, I'm going to call them. So we feel a little, a little bit better for a short time and then those feelings come back and we have to do it again. So nothing really ever shifts in that process. The other thing that can happen, as I mentioned first, is the self-help material, which is designed to help us. We can use that as ammunition against ourselves and to reinforce our belief that really we should be better than we are right now. So I was reading The Power of Now a few years ago, and obviously that's a book designed purely to help people. And there's a lot of information about how to step out of compulsive thinking. And at the time I was reading this, and my belief that I should be doing something differently than I was, my belief that I should be better than I was, was still very strong. And I'm reading this information and thinking, oh my God, so I've got to stop thinking. And every time I would have a thought, I'd be like, oh, I'm thinking again. Oh, I'm doing it wrong. Or I need to try harder. I shouldn't be having so many thoughts. And then I'd like practice again and try again. And then I'd start thinking again and started beating myself up for always being out of the moment and feeling like, oh, I can't do this. I can't, I can't you know, this book's telling me I should just be in the moment and and stop thinking, but I can't even do that. So you can see how I was using this as ammunition against myself as, you know, I'm not really encouraging myself along the way. I could have been accepting that I just started to learn a new skill of learning how to observe my thoughts and quiet my mind and be in the moment. But instead, I was focused on all the things I was getting wrong, all the ways I thought the book was telling me I should be, that it was telling me I should be better. And this was all coming from me. Obviously, this book has nothing inside it saying you should not accept yourself as you are and, and just stop thinking and that everything will be okay. The book doesn't say that. So obviously, all self-help material is designed to help us. But if we skip ourselves in the process of self-help and go straight to the help part, we're actually leaving out the most important part of the process, which is us, which is ourselves. And when we do that, we're attempting to look outside of ourselves for the solution to how we're feeling, our unpleasant feelings, our negative feelings, our overwhelming amount of thoughts, you name it, anything that you want to stop. We're looking outside of ourselves And somehow we think that the right words or the perfect meditation or the most powerful workshop will make these unpleasant feelings go away. But at the heart of the problem is us feeling like we should be different to how we are right now and that we should be fixed. So as long as we keep coming from a place of not accepting how we are right now, and looking outside of ourselves for a way to fix ourselves, for a way to fix how we feel. As long as we keep doing that, we'll continue feeling like there's something wrong with us, like there's something to fix. And we can easily slip into this never-ending cycle of feeling inadequate, broken, wrong, or like we shouldn't feel how we're feeling. Then we search for a solution or a fix, a cover-up, in order to stop feeling that way. And we'll find, we'll eventually find that thing. It could be... Uh, It could be a self-help course or it could be something more like food or sex or alcohol, drugs, whatever, you name it. So you 
everyone has their own ways of, of trying to stop feeling bad. <laughs> and we'll feel better for a while. And then that little fix wears off and we'll start to feel inadequate again because we haven't actually addressed the cause of our feelings, the underlying belief of I'm not good enough. And so this is where self-acceptance comes in. Self-acceptance actually has the power to break this cycle. Accepting ourselves is us accepting everything that we're thinking and feeling, the entire experience that we're having right now, all the feelings, all the sensations, all the thoughts, every single thing that is within your awareness, we're accepting all of that. That's, that's what I'm calling self-acceptance. And when we do that, when we accept everything that's in our reality, it removes the urgency of us needing to feel different. And it also directly contradicts the belief that we shouldn't be feeling the way we are and that we should be different to how we are right now. So accepting how you are right now dissolves any feelings of I'm not good enough and I need to be better. If we're feeling not good enough and like we should be better, I can't think of any other direct opposite than a complete acceptance of how we are right now, including our feelings of not good enoughness. It has the power to completely dissolve that. So this, this acceptance of ourselves breaks us out of the cycle of inadequacy because we've just given ourselves permission to be exactly how we are right now. There's no other way we should be. There's no other thing we should get or do. We can just be in and experience how we're feeling right now. So how, how do we actually practice self-acceptance? How do we practice accepting everything that we're experiencing right now? One of the ways I've, I've found really helpful is giving myself explicit permission to, to feel everything that I do. Saying, I'm allowed to feel exactly how I feel right now. Saying, yes, this is how I feel right now. Really acknowledging how I feel, all the unpleasantness, all the crappy feelings, the, oh, like, you know, I can feel it in my body a little bit, you know, thinking back to moments where I've, where I've had uh, these really unpleasant feelings going through my body. And knowing that, like everything else in life, how we feel right now will eventually change, probably sooner than we think. And it's not permanent. It's just a temporary, transient experience, and we feel how we feel right now. But the most important thing is to accept it unconditionally, accept it completely and wholly, no thoughts of, oh, yeah, but I just wish I wasn't feeling. In this step of self-acceptance, we're simply taking a step back and being with our entire experience, everything that we're experiencing right now, our thoughts, our feelings, all the sensations in our body, everything. So actually, uh, last weekend was one of the most difficult weekends I've experienced in a while because a lot of very strong fears and insecurities from my childhood had come up and it felt like like I'd gone back in time and I'd become an old version of myself with some really old fears and insecurities that that caused me a lot of trouble in my life and I was afraid I was really afraid of being overwhelmed by them 
So I was having a very hard time practicing acceptance. And everything I'm telling you right now, I thought I knew how to do. And then last weekend, I'm like, okay, just accept these feelings. Just accept how you feel, Ben. This is the way forward. And I was practicing what I thought was complete self-acceptance, complete acceptance of how I was feeling. And I was still holding back. I wasn't accepting at all because I was afraid of these feelings overwhelming me, completely consuming me. And I was afraid of becoming these these insecure parts of me and these afraid parts of me and it affecting my interactions with other people and my relationships with other people. I was so afraid of that. So I was holding back from accepting it. And while I was holding back, I was still having these unpleasant feelings like, oh, no, I don't want to feel scared and fearful and all this stuff. I don't want to go back to an old version of myself. No. So I was fighting it a bit and there was a sense of urgency. Like I had to make these feelings go away somehow. And I was reach like a sense of like I was reaching for, yeah, for a quick fix or something that would just stop me from feeling so unpleasant. This took over 48 hours of it sort of coming up and me trying to accept it in a sort of a halfway because I was still afraid of being overwhelmed by those those fears and insecurities. And then I started to remember that I could just drop into these feelings and really allow them completely to be there. And so I made a switch in my head and I gave myself the permission to feel exactly how I felt and just allowed them to be there. And I felt this peace come over me. And still I, w- I felt unpleasant in a way, but it w- this, this sense of urgency and this tension dissolved. So I was just feeling more at ease and there was some change happening, like there was some movement happening within me. And so this was the point where I broke the cycle of searching for something to make me feel differently. Because accepting how I felt, just being with everything that I felt, made it no longer necessary for me to feel any differently than I did. So I, there was no reason for me to reach outside myself, myself for, a, for a quick fix or something to make me feel better because I was okay with exactly how I was feeling. This didn't mean I was enjoying how I was feeling. This didn't mean I wanted to keep feeling that way, but I was at peace with how I felt. I accepted how I felt and I was just resting in all of the feelings that were there. And from from that place of acceptance, I could then begin to learn about what I was going through from a much calmer place without feeling like there was something wrong with me which shouldn't be there that I was trying to get rid of or change in some way. So going back to the example of when I was reading The Power of Now, I was reading that because I was searching for a fix. I was searching for the help outside of me and just wanted to stop feeling the way I did. I wasn't accepting how I felt, actually felt. So I was approaching this 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 book, this the, the stuff I was reading from the perspective of there's something wrong with me and I need it to be fixed. I need it to be gone. I need it to change. And this felt as I said before, there's, there was a sense of urgency, extreme tension. I wasn't feeling calm, feeling agitated. 
And I learned that whenever I'm feeling this way, if I'm reading a self-help book and I start feeling this sense of urgency, I'm like looking for something frantically. Okay, maybe not frantically, but if I feel there's this tension inside me as I keep reading and learning more information about it, I'm realizing that I'm, I'm searching for a fix outside myself. And at that point, I, I'll, I'll just take a break. I'll put the book down or if it's a guided meditation or whatever else, I'll just stop what I'm doing and take myself out of that environment. So I might go for a walk or listen to music or play the piano, do, do something, anything differently from it. I mean, all that matters is that you stop looking at the self-help stuff. So at that point, when I feel that tension, I'm like, okay, I'm feeling this tension. I'm, I'm going to put the book down. I'll close my eyes and bring myself back to what I'm feeling. Once I'm aware of how I'm feeling, angry, anxious, frustrated, jealous, scared, once I'm aware of that, I'll say, yes, this is how I feel right now. Okay, I feel this way right now. And I know that the most important thing I can do right now is to allow myself to feel exactly the way I do. There's nothing more for me to do. There's no book that can fix me. There's no perfect solution for this right now. All that I need to do is be with myself and allow myself to feel however I do. Now, that might, that might sound somewhat easy when I say it like that, but as I mentioned in my previous weekend, even though I knew how to do that, I was still afraid of these intense fears and insecurities becoming me, um, overwhelming me. It feels almost counterintuitive to accept such a strong, unpleasant reaction. But it's incredible what happens when you do. And it, it really does take courage to, to accept how we're feeling in these moments. It really does. But when we do, we're exercising the most important step in healing ourselves because we're bringing it back to ourselves and we're accepting ourselves. And the more we can do this, the more that we dissolve this belief that we should be different to how we are right now. The more we can exercise this self-acceptance, just allow ourselves to be exactly as we are, the easier and easier it gets. And acceptance is, this is an ongoing practice. It's not something that you do once or twice and you're like, cool, I'm done. Finished accepting myself. I'm all good. There's, it's, it's not something to achieve or get. It's, it's a skill. It's a tool. It's a mindset. It's a, it's actually a state of being. And it's possible to bring this sense of acceptance into your everyday life, not just when you're feeling really unpleasant, but in interactions with other people and everything, it can become a constant state of being. And the way that happens is you just keep practicing it. You just keep tuning in and looking at what is there and completely and unconditionally accept what you find. As I said, this takes a tremendous amount of courage. So I'm, I hope it doesn't sound easy. Maybe it, it might be easy in some, in some cases, but I found it incredibly difficult sometimes when there's really strong emotions there and I feel like I'm going to be overwhelmed by them but to know that I'm safe 
from them that my thoughts and feelings can't hurt me, that they're just their energy moving inside my body, that gives me enough space to accept how I'm feeling and be more at ease within myself. So that's it for this week. I hope you could get something out of that. As always, please feel free to send me some feedback via the contact page. If you feel like you're getting something out of these these podcasts and you are an iTunes user, I'd love to encourage you to leave a review for me. Leaving a review helps other people to find the podcast and also benefit from the same information that you have. So if you have received some benefit, some good things, some little nuggets of gold or whatever, and you feel like sharing it, leaving a review on iTunes is, uh, well, really helps other people find it. So that would be much appreciated. If you have any questions about any of the episodes, feel free to send them to me get a two-way dialogue going and, and I'll answer any of your questions in upcoming podcasts. So with that said, I'll say goodbye for this week. Goodbye. Goodbye.